Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. as two dollar tuesdays at wagertalk.com and sportsmemo.com where you can get the hottest handicappers best bet or daily package for only two dollars Hey guys, welcome to Wager Talk TV. I am Carmine Bianco. This is Stoppage Time. A different background for me today. I am not at home. I am in Westgate, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, it is the Wager Talk meet and greet this weekend. So hopefully you guys can all make it out. But before then, we've got some EPL action. We're going to look at three games on today's card. Or sorry, on, on today's show, we're going to look at three games going on the weekend. We're going to look at Everton, Nottingham Forest, Newcastle, Man City, and then Manchester United. A little bit of turmoil there, or a lot of turmoil, facing Liverpool, who aren't off to the best starts themselves. With me from wagertalk.com, it's Kevin Dolan uh, from Sports Memo, Pablo Sagaretos. And we have Brian Power joining us, a new addition to the Wager Talk family, and we're going to have him on today. Filling in in Nick's spot. Let's bring them in. Kev, I'm going to go to you first, my friend. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Carmine. Uh, coming off a pretty wild weekend. We won in rugby. We had a nice weekend in MLB as well. Went 3-0 at MLS. Um, actually, MLS has been really good this season. 36-19-1 right now. But unfortunately for us, this isn't the MLB show. Uh, it isn't the MLS show. Uh, indeed, it's not the rugby show. We do need one of those, though. We need a rugby show. This is the European soccer show, in particular EPL. And I got absolutely hosed in European soccer. So while it was an average weekend overall, um, didn't fare so well. But, like, just the results. Monopoly 5-2. When do you ever see that? Our 5% game of the week. Uh, it was on Stuttgart for the Bremen under three goals. 1.80 XG total in that game. 35% less goal attempts than the Bundesliga average as well. But, of course, we see four goals. Um, and not one, not one, but two 96th-minute like, goals coming against us as well. Two 96 minutes. So, um, I'm on my replacement TV. I had to go down to the Best Buy equivalent because there's a, a 12... 
size 12 <laughs> bootmark trivia tv but uh, look as i said uh, most other sports are going well especially mls uh, absolute money printer but yeah we really need a big bounce back in european soccer this weekend kev you'll get it man uh you're you're, you're usually on spot it's a game of ebbs and flows so there are going to be those oh and three or four runs followed by seven and oh runs so it is a it is a marathon, not a sprint. Speaking of sprinting, I could probably beat this guy in a sprint. Pavlos, what is going on? <laughs> I doubt it, but we, we can try it out next time I'm, I'm in Vegas. But yeah, I, I had a nice winner in my 5% uh, IPL bet with Aston Villa this weekend. Um, other plays, as Kevin said, I got I had disallowed goals, red cards again, own goals. Even a volcano erupted in freaking Iceland to ruin one, one of my bets. So. I think I need a witch doctor or something or some cleansing to do. Uh, but yeah, um, the EPL has been very kind um, for us this uh, so far uh, this season. And I have another 5% EPL play of the week uh, loaded at my page. So I'm looking at some Bundesliga as well, but the Bundesliga has been really, um, let's just say, weird to start the season. Just play the overs, just bet on the overs. But uh, yeah, uh, focusing more on the EPL this season because I think we got an edge here. Yeah, uh, it was a very good EPL weekend for me. Saturday was very good. Uh, a sweep of the board and EPL and MLS as well, too, with a couple of the wins coming from my home team. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a fan uh, and a season ticket holder for Toronto FC, and that team is starting to gel. They're starting to score some goals, and if they can get their way into the playoffs, boys, look out. But this is the EPL show, and we're welcoming a new face to the wager talk family welcome brian power how you doing great uh you know coming off a good weekend i would have had a sweep uh on the premier league saturday if fulham would have just made that penalty could have gone three and oh there in addition to the two totals that won uh but then we hit uh, best bets syria la liga feeling good uh, excited to be on here for the first time and hoping i don't embarrass myself you will be fine, my friend. You will be fine. Uh, it, it's the banter that goes on in the show. Kevin will come at you if he really feels like it. But uh, he, uh, he normally has Nick to kick around, but he doesn't have Nick. Nick is traveling through Europe, so uh, but he will be back next week. Guys, let's get right to it. We've got uh, the first game. This one goes on Saturday. This one is Everton and Nottingham Forest. Let's look at the numbers on this one. Everton minus 118. The draw is plus 260. Nottingham Forest plus 320 guys you know it's uh we're only into round three uh thus far of this uh uh of this opening round um and you look at it uh it, this looks like a big three points for Everton uh three points that they do need you know there were two we're like, like I said we're uh, three rounds into the season or the third round of the season they have yet to score a goal uh, they dropped a 1-0 uh, uh, loss uh, to Chelsea and then lost at Villa 2-1 with that goal coming on an own goal. So they still haven't actually scored a goal. And you look at Forrest themselves, they're coming off a 1-0 win uh, at home against West Ham. And that was a game in which I had the total in that game uh, on Sunday. And I thought that would go over. Uh, two disallowed goals, a missed penalty by Declan Rice for the Hammers. And uh, and that um, while they won, that total did not get there. So a uh, couple games in, but I think this is a big one for Frank Lampard. He's got to get a win for these uh, for these boys because um, they've got a couple of away fixtures at Brentford and Leeds, and then they've got Arsenal and Liverpool. It doesn't get any easier for them, and you don't want to start the season 
um, uh, in that relegation zone after about six weeks of the season. So, Brian, give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I looked at this the exact same way that, you know, it's only August, match week three, but Everton's got to be looking at this and saying, we've got to have all three points here among the Premier League home over, holdovers. Uh, I think them and Southampton had the most to worry about when it came to relegation coming into the season. Uh, read about two weeks ago, Frank Lampard's side, they had a pretty substantial amount of tickets written, large part of the handle in the relegation market. So people not believing in them. Uh, now, the side they face this week, Nottingham Forest, you mentioned they're coming off the shock 1-0 win last week. I was also shocked that West Ham couldn't put one on the board uh, there. They had certainly had plenty of chances, the disallowed goal right before half, from VA, as it should have been, uh, from VAR. And then they had the missed penalty and another shot hit the woodwork. Uh, later, I, I think Forrest obviously then bit lucky to get all three points last week. They lost the expected goal battle, and it's going to be difficult for them to match the emotion of last week. I know that's something that's hard to quantify, certainly, but first Premier League win in 23 years, coming in front of the home crowd, you would think, okay, maybe there's going to be a letdown this week. But you mentioned the struggles with Everton, and I'm, it's only Tuesday. I'm not ready to get on their bandwagon just yet. You, you mentioned the only goal is an own goal. Uh, this season, and they're last in the league in expected goals allowed as well. So if not for their own offensive struggles, Everton's, I'd probably be taking a look at the over two and a half here because Forrest should have given up more goals last week as well, and they're actually third worst in expected goals allowed after two weeks. So I think both sides are due to start giving up more goals moving forward. All right, that's Brian Power of wagertalk.com. You can get 30 days of his Soccer All Access as a show promo when you use the coupon code POWER30. So use POWER30 uh, on his page and you get 30 days of his soccer plays for only $139. It is a great deal. Pablo, so you look at this game and, you know, I talked about having the total in it, uh, you know, and I thought it would be a much more wide open game between West Ham and, and Nottingham Forest. And for the most part, it was. There's plenty of chances in, in, in that game. And both these teams had come off of uh, games against teams where they just didn't. Uh, you look at Nottingham Forest uh, played uh, Newcastle at St. James. Not a uh, not a good place to play if you're looking uh, for offensive numbers. And then West Ham played against uh, Man City and only had 25% possession in that game. You're not going to score a lot of goals. So I thought two teams opening it up on week two would happen. Those disallowed goals kind of upset me. Do we see any goals here? Can you agree with us, or are you looking somewhere different? Um, to be honest, if I had to take a total, I'd probably lean a bit more to the under two and a half goals. But, uh, you know, it's really tough to say with this Everton side. The season started in the worst possible manner for them. Um, they, they, You know, the best player, Calvert-Lewin, who is by far the, the best striker in that squad, was injured. Uh, in the preseason, uh, in a training, I believe. Um, they have a lot of absences. Um, the first match of the season, they also lost um, uh, Godfrey and Mina to injuries, who were their two starting centre-backs. Uh, they did bring Connor Cody, centre-back from uh, End Wolves, uh, captain, um, to fill in the gap, but he also suffered an injury last week. I think it's a minor injury, but, uh, you know, these head injuries can really be... Um, Lingering, he might have a concussion, then he might go into the concussion protocols. And they also lost uh, Ducouré, who is um, by far their best uh, holding midfielder. And now they're out of midfielders. Alan is out, Andre Gomez is out, Townsend is out. So he's really have to use, um, he did use a lot of players out of position. He, he used Iwobi uh, on a midfield position and the guy is a winger. So 
it's a crisis at Everton. Um, I'm not so sure if they're going to get some reinforcements uh, just in time. <clears throat> Um, Frank Lampard might might have to use again, uh, might have to even shift his um, you know his his formation in order to fill the competitive uh, side against Nottingham. And uh, Nottingham, you know, they big winners in the transfer window. They they've spent a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of money. Um, recently, they signed uh, Emmanuel Dennis from Watford, who was quite good uh, last season. He scored. Um, you know, multiple goals for Watford. Uh, they brought in Atalanta's Remo Freuler for the midfield, which is also an excellent addition. And Crystal Palace's Cheikou Yate, who is also a nice holding midfielder. So all three excellent additions. But again, you know, chemistry is probably going to be an issue until all those players gel together. So I can't really trust. I know Everton, they really need a win here. I don't really think uh, they can get it done, especially at minus 118. I'm not going anywhere near that. I'm going to go uh, Nottingham Forest plus half a goal at minus 104 here. And if I had to uh, to play a total, I'd, I'd lean towards the under. But I think Forest plus half a goal is the way to play here, uh, to play this. Yeah, I, I think so too, Pablo. And I like that. I was going to throw it back to you and ask you what, you, what your thoughts were on, uh, because I, I can't jump. Uh, yet on the Everton um, on their on their bandwagon, if they even have one at this point here. But the double result on, which is the plus half, the double result on uh, on Nottingham Forest is minus one twenty five. It's not a bad number uh, oh. if you think at the very least they're going to get a draw. But that's where taking the plus half uh, comes in as well too. Kev, you're a Lampard fan. Um, hmm. And and you you told us all last year when Everton was. Mired near the bottom uh, dur uh, in that relegation battle, that Frankie would come in and take care of him, and he did. But uh, they're zero and two, and not looking good. What do you think? Uh, it's a long season, Carmine. Calm down. Like Frankel, uh, Frankel sorted out. But in terms of this game, um, I was impressed with Forest on Sunday. Uh, you know, against West Ham. Um, obviously, Brian mentioned it. They did ride their luck a little in that game. Uh, you know, missed penalty, disallowed goal. They hit the bar twice. I mean. West Ham basically did everything but score, you know, absolutely bombarded them. Um, but look, Forrest showed why they had the championship second best defensive record last season. Um, Dean Henderson in Nets was absolutely fantastic as well. Not really sure what United are doing, you know, putting them out in loan when the key is taking up space. But um, <laughs> I think Forrest will grow from that, you know, um, that first, you know, win in 23 years. Um, I would like Forrest here. This line opened up, I believe, earlier in the week um, on Sunday at plus three quarters. So money has agreed with Pavlos. Um, it's poured in on Forrest. Now it's down to a half a goal. So that bit of value, because you do like that protection, you know, if Everton were to squeak out a, a, a one goal win. But So I'm going to turn instead uh, to the both teams to score prop on this one, minus 125. As uh, again, you know, looking back to last week, you know, Everton created a ton of scoring opportunities against Aston Villa. You know, I don't think that game was anywhere near as kind of cut and dry as the final scoreline suggests with that own goal and so on. So I think Everton can definitely break the deadlock here. They're more than capable of doing that, you know, especially at home. We know they usually lift their game, you know, at Goodison. And by the same token, I think Forrest, you know, kind of building on from Sunday's win over West Ham, can get a goal in this game as well. You know, we know how much Everton struggled defensively in games. You know, you guys mentioned that. And both of these teams uh, combined are already given up 
an average of 17.5 shots per game this season. I mean, just as a comparison, Man City are giving up 4.5 by comparison. So it's an absolutely massive gulf when you're giving up that many scoring opportunities to opposing teams. You know, generally you're going to see goals. So I see plenty of action in this one. Um, and I like the both teams to score yes prop uh, as my play in this game. All right, that's Kevin Dolan, wagertalk.com, and you now know why he is still on Frank Lampard's Christmas card list um, <laughs> with Everton. Anyways, guys, let's go to the second game on the card. Uh, this is Newcastle and Man City. Let's look at the numbers on this one. Newcastle plus 700. The draw is plus 400. Manchester City off to a 2-0 start, minus 275, a lower number than you would expect, but um, let's let, we're going to look at this one. Listen, it's, it's a positive start thus far for the Magpies who are on four points. And you have to remember, this is a team that took nine rounds of the Premier League season last year to get uh, four points. And those were on four draws. They didn't actually win their first game until the 15th match of the season. And, and, and City took it to them last year, 4-0 at St. James, 5-0 at home. But this is, a, I think, a much better Newcastle Team, Kev, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, you know, it feels like it could be an offensive uh, free reign for the City team that's playing absolutely phenomenal two weeks into the season. But uh, I, I kind of feel like Castle is going to find a way of slowing them down uh, in this game. What do you? Th what are your thoughts? Yeah, I echo those thoughts, Carmine, because um, just in terms of the side, you know, you'd have to be careful about looking at this game historically, in my opinion, as. You know, Manchester City have blown out Newcastle pretty significantly, you know, over the last few head-to-heads um, by a huge margin as well. Outscored them by a combined 20-3 to scoreline over the last five head-to-heads and all and shut them out in four of those five games also. So, you know, on the surface at least, minus 1.5 looks relatively decent value on the champions, you know, heading into this one. But I, I think, you know, obviously everybody on the panel going to agree this isn't the same Newcastle side. We've seen from seasons past, they're a team who have continued to evolve, you'd say, over the last, you know, at least season and a half. Obviously, a huge influx of money always helps with that. But, you know, they're doing it the right way, in my opinion. You know, Eddie Howe has been fairly patient in the transfer window. Um, he's bringing in really solid signings. You know, I've always been a Nick Pope fan. I thought that was a fantastic signing. Um, and he's not willing to just blow cash for the sake of it either. You know, offered £50 million for James Madison. Uh, Leicester know how much are in those Newcastle vaults, so they want 60. Um, that presents then a stumbling mm. block for Eddie Howe. So I, I like that. You know, they're, they're not just splashing the cash and doing all these crazy contracts. They want to build the team kind of organically. Um, so I, obviously, I think this team will be a force uh, over the next few seasons. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they can really play uh, Man City tight here. In terms of a side, I quite like the value of Newcastle getting plus 1.5 here. You know, at home, as uh, I believe they can play City tough in this one. And, you know, Newcastle are the only other team along with Manchester City who have allowed no goals in the season so far. You know, they also rank top five in overall offensive shots allowed to opponents, uh, top three at home. So I don't see this being a, a typical, you know, kind of City blowout here by any stretch. As I said, I do believe Newcastle can hang tough. So I like the value uh, on the point spread. I'll talk about the total a little later on because obviously that's going to be my best bet. But uh, yeah, from a side, Newcastle plus 1.5 for me. All right, Pavlos, 4-0 uh, last weekend for the Citizens and none of the goals scored by Erling Holland, which was kind of a surprise. Every time I saw um, 
uh, it light up with an alert that City had scored another goal. I figured it's got to be uh, a Holland in it. But um, does he get on the score sheet here? Um, this is actually going to be a tough match, I believe, uh, for Manchester City. Um, Kevin touched on the, um, you know, on how historically, uh, how Manchester City have done historically against Newcastle, and I have to say that uh, they've covered the minus one and a half goal handicap in just two of their last seven trips to this venue. So, uh, apart from you know those last couple of seasons where they. Um, you know, they've scored a ton of goals against um, this Newcastle. They usually keep clean seats against them. Uh, so, um, in this case, you know, Newcastle, they were really good in their first match. Of course, it was against Nottingham Forest. They had 23 scoring chances, 10 shots on goal. They allowed zero shots on their own target. Uh, but then in the in their uh, last match against Brighton, they got caught up in that uh, Brighton defense. They were pretty... They were almost non-existent in that match. They created just... Uh, Four scoring chances, just one shot on goal. Um, they allowed seven to their opponents. So if they allow seven to Manchester City, they're going to concede like maybe two or three goals. Um, City, you know, they've been operating really, really well defensively uh, this season. Uh, they had the, uh, uh, you know, Nick Borman magic wand last last week. They, they won 4-0. Um, you know. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Liverpool dropping points left and right, I think Manchester City are on track for an easy title. Uh, if you think, if you still think that Liverpool is going to win the title, you should go grab uh, whatever price is on Liverpool right now because it's going to be uh, much bigger. So, as far as this match goes, the only play that makes sense for me and has a lot of value is uh, City to win to nil at plus 140. Um, you can maybe take an alternative approach with both teams to score no at plus 100. But, uh, I mean, do you see a goalless draw here? I, I do not. So, uh, Manchester City to win to nil uh, plus 140 here. But I wouldn't be surprised by a low-scoring match either. All right, Paulo Lagretas of Sports. Uh, Memo, Brian, we're going to give you the last word on this. And, you know, Pavlos and I on shows will always talk about, uh, we look at some of the exact score lines and you look at the three lowest numbers on the exact score line and you have 2 nil on City, City to win 2 nil plus mm -hmm. 700 and then plus 850 on 1 nil uh, City and 2-1 City. So there's some low numbers there that uh, that tell you that we're not looking for a lot of, they're not looking for a lot of goals in this one. What are your thoughts? Okay, so this might be the first time I get jumped on because I was looking at this. Kevin mentioned these are the only two teams that haven't given up a goal yet. We know Man I think Man City's going to score. Last week I had the over uh, against Bournemouth. My analysis, I said, look for them to do all the heavy lifting, set it over themselves. Got a little lucky. The fourth goal uh, was an own goal. They put three on the board in the first half. But if we think Newcastle is going to be competitive here, does that mean they're going to score a goal? And I was actually looking at the opposite thing. I, I had a question mark in my notes. Both teams a score prop. Is that in play here? Um, I mean, maybe it's 1-1. Maybe it's 2-1, like you said. Um, I just think 
Three clean sheets in a row to open the year. I mean, okay, is anyone going to be shocked if City does that? No, they're not. But, I mean, I can throw it back to you guys if you want. I I, I was looking at this and saying, hey, if Newcastle's going to be as competitive as we all think, I think they're going to get on the board. And, and you know Man City's going to get on the board. Yeah. And and, and I, I think City will get on the board, I have to believe, but... It, it comes back to the age-old thing over the last few years. Uh, um, and Kev, I've always said it to you. Pep Guardiola says the best defense is an offense. And when, uh, much like the game against West Ham in uh, in round one of the uh, Premier League season, they held on to the ball 75% possession numbers. You're not going to get a lot of attempts on goal and good ones when you only have the ball about 25% of the time. So it's a little tough there. Anything to add? I mean, not really, because yeah. I'll obviously cover the total in my uh, in my best bet. But yeah, I mean, Brian brings up your the exact score lines you mentioned there. Um, you know, there's a reason for that, obviously, because I could definitely see. A, I just think Newcastle are going to grind out this game. It's the standalone game at St James's Park, uh, so obviously the place will be rocking. Um, so yeah, I just I think one nil, possibly two one in my head, but I just think they're going to make it very difficult for City um, on Sunday. Should mention All Newcastle's right. won the expected goal battle in both matches pretty handily as well. Yeah, it, uh, who was the team that last year, we always used to joke around about it, but uh, who was the team that kept winning the uh, XG numbers in losing games? Was that Brighton? Brighton. Brighton. Brighton, yeah. <laughs> Brighton. <laughs> Brighton. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it seems to happen each and every uh, each and every week, at least in a couple games where you look at the final XG numbers and think, how did I end up on the wrong end of this? Or how did I end up on the right end of this with those type of numbers? But uh, with that said, let's look at the Monday game where the numbers are going to be skewed, I think. But it is Man United and Liverpool uh, numbers here. Man United plus 375 at home. The draw is plus 320. Liverpool minus 154. That's the opening number. That number has been steamed a bit. It's up to minus 175 at some books. And you can always find the lines uh, on the Wager Talk live lines, which are free on our website. So head over to wagertalk.com, click on live lines, and uh, in the soccer menu, you can find uh, the Premier League, and you can get uh, the live lines and just see how they're moving throughout the week, which is always a good indicator as well, too. But again, guys, let's get to this before I throw it to Pablos. It's the Monday fixture. It's the final game on today's show we're going to discuss. And if I was going to use a word, it would be disappointment. Now, you would think disappointment in Man United, who looked absolutely lifeless uh, through two rounds of the uh, of this season. But Liverpool, two draws uh, in a couple games where they have looked good, but they've looked disappointing. You wonder whether they're still trying to, with a couple of new additions, one being uh, Darwin Nunez, whether they're still trying to form some type of chemistry. Won't have to worry about it next week or in this game because he's he got a red card uh, obviously on monday so he won't be playing in it but you have to believe liverpool puts it together here um especially against this porous man united um defense i think until something changes at united as far as outgoing players i think there's still some dead weight on this team i'm laying the number here i'm taking the minus one on liverpool I'm not going to play the money line because I believe by game time it's going to be much higher. I'm going to lay the one with Liverpool here. Pablos, are you with me or against me? Uh, I think I'm against you, but I might be crazy. 
I might be crazy. I mean, who would have thought that uh, United would be sitting at the bottom of the league, uh, Liverpool would be sitting at the 12th spot, and uh, Brentford are sitting at the third spot of the season. I think I'm on drugs, uh, which I'm not. Uh, so, you know, Manchester United, mm -hmm. I called them a dumpster fire last week. Mm -hmm. Now I'm at a loss for words. Um, you know, I did give out the, um, the over two and a half goals um, in last week's show, and I also gave out... Brentford plus half a goal as a bonus play, but I never expect them to to be four nil up at halftime. And keep in mind that Ronaldo started for Manchester United, so they're running out of excuses right now. So um, you know, United, they're they're just a dumpster fire, but they are somehow for some reason traditionally solid as hosts against uh, Liverpool. They've only lost uh, two of the last ten matches. Four wins, four draws, and two losses. Of course, those two losses came uh, in the last uh, two seasons. And uh, Liverpool, you know, they stumbled again, this time at home against Crystal Palace. Uh, they didn't really make their scoring chances count in the first half. Considered first against Zaha. Then Darwin Nunez was uh, sent off. Um, Liverpool, they reacted perfectly with the, you know, they pulled even just four minutes later. Um, they they were also in danger of conceding another goal by Zaha. If Zaha could only, you know, throw the ball in, in the empty net, um, maybe Liverpool would be, you know, right down there with uh, Manchester United in the standings. But, uh, you know, Manchester United, actually both teams are hurting right now. And there's really no way of knowing where this match is going to go. Uh, but this, this is a betting show. And um, I... Just, you know, um, Liverpool's, um, um, the, the price on Liverpool money line just really doesn't do it for me. Doesn't really appeal to me. Minus one, maybe. This looks like a match with goals to me. I mean, both teams under a lot of steam right now, especially Manchester United. Uh, the over three goals at minus 125 could be a safe way to go here. Um, you know, both teams are ready to burst and I could easily see a goal fest in this match. Uh, but, you know... Call me crazy, but uh, I might have a small stake bet on the draw here, plus 350. Um, I don't really want to back United with a plus one goal. Uh, you have to maybe take a two or three unit bet on that one. I don't. I think I'm going to use just a one unit bet um, on the draw here, plus 350. And uh, maybe the over three goals at minus 125. I think that's the way to go here. I think we'll see goals here. All right, so that is Pablo Sagretos of Sports Memo. I can confirm that he does not agree with me, and he is not on drugs, <laughs> he says. So uh, with that, we're going to go to Brian for your thoughts on the Man United-Liverpool game. Uh, yeah, I could see over three here as well. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the expected goals and you know how much stock to put on that a minute ago. Liverpool has won the expected goal battle in both matches against two sides that I think are better than most people realize and keep in mind that Monday's equalizer that they got, I think we were talking about uh, talking a little bit about this off-air, it was. But, um, you know, they were the better team yesterday. And, and their equalizer came when they were down a man uh, four minutes after the red card was shown. I, dumpster fire seems to be the term everyone's throwing around with Man U. It, <laughs> nothing fluky either about this 0-2 start. Dead last in the league in goal difference. And let's not forget, you know, you talk about the history. Last year, the two Premier League matches between these two sides ended up 9 nothing in aggregate uh, towards Liverpool. Absolute domination. So you, 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 there's no way to back United here. I, what their floor is, I don't know yet. Uh, we'll wait and see. I just don't think this week's the time to take them. Obviously, Liverpool's just as motivated coming off the disappointing draws. So uh, my gut says yes. Liverpool gets off the schneid. They get their first win. But over is probably the better bet. 
All right, Brian Power, wagertalk.com. Kev, you're getting the final word on this, and it's much like uh, Brian just said. I'm having a hard time finding anything in the two games from Man United where you could just look and say, okay, this was a positive 10 minutes from them that they can build off of, a positive 20 minutes. They played the opening 10 minutes of their opening round match uh, and the high press that uh, Eric Ten Hag wants from them, but they just reverted back to the Man United of last year. And we're only two weeks into the season, of course, so, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, we're, you know, let's start jumping ship, but they didn't look good again uh, last weekend against Brentford. And this is a hurting Liverpool team that won three points. Um, where are you going here? I mean, Pavlos must be on drugs if he's considering taking Manchester United, in my opinion, because <laughs> even to draw this game, I just don't see it. You know, you mentioned Ten Hag's high press. They're incapable of playing it. They're incapable of playing out from the back. I mean, it's actually funny because we've seen this line actually chip in on the United side. Um, you know, obviously, we all seen Liverpool lay a duck egg last night against Crystal Palace. But even so, it's like, I've all, maybe I'm missing something. I've all these early board better suddenly forgot, you know, what we witnessed on Saturday with United. They're an absolute train wreck right now. Um, I said last week how I wanted absolutely no part of this team, you know, at least in the short term. And, you know, being able to get Liverpool here at around minus 175 just to win the game, I'm going to see if potentially this line cuts in even more. I can't see it, though. But, uh, you know, make no mistake, that's something that'll be on my card as well. You know, the other thing we talked about last week, I mean, it's just this kind of, because they're such a a huge club, uh, especially traditionally, you know. So United, you know, they have to bounce back at some point, surely. Look at all their money. Um, but they're utterly incapable of doing it. You know, we're not talking about a bad day at the office here. This team is on absolute life support. Seven straight road losses now for United. It's their worst start to a top-flight league campaign in over 100 years. Uh, Alan Shearer has called them out for having no heart. Uh, Roy Keane's obviously done the same thing, but he'd do that on a regular Saturday. Uh, Graham Soonis was on TorqueSport last week as well. One of the callers called in. Um, to describe what was happening at the club. And he called it systemic decline. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty hardcore, but you can't even argue with that description. Um, so, you know, look, we know Liverpool have some issues. Um, you know, Mane's link-up play from the midfield still seems to be missing. Uh, I'm not sold on on, on that. Um, you know, the midfield, like Henderson, Fabinho, Elliott, no central areas as well. I think good teams will get to Liverpool there. But uh, United simply aren't a good team, so I don't see any problems with Liverpool there. And, you know, Liverpool's issues basically are definitely fixable. You know, as as Brian said, they've dominated both games in terms of attack and total XG. But United's issues are structural, foundational, basically from the board on down. And that's a much more concerning issue for me. So I'm not going to complicate it. Uh, Minus 175 obviously is not cheap. But just to win the game against Manchester United... Sign me up for that all day long. All right, Kevin Dolan, wagertalk.com. Until something changes there, you know what I mean? Like you can blame, you got, it starts from the top. You blame the owners, the Glazers, the management team, that they, the board that they put in, the players that they picked up. They have the highest net spend, I think the last 10 or 12 years and nothing to show for it except for bad contracts so until things change. And then you've got Cristiano Ronaldo who does not want to be there. 
everyone knows it. The team knows it. And that's the atmosphere inside the dressing room. When you know you have a player on the team who, and he's starting who doesn't want to be there, it, it, there's a trickle-down effect to the rest of the team. And I think that's what's happening with this Manchester United team. Guys, it's the EPL show. We covered three games, but it's not over yet. We are going to do a best bet segment, and everyone's going to give you an EPL play. So we'll kick it off with Brian. Brian, you have a game going on Sunday. Tell us what you got as your show best bet. All right, hoping for some uh, first-time luck here. I'm looking at Chelsea uh, to beat Leeds United. I know it's a high price, but I say uh, I'll lay minus 186. Neither side here has tasted defeat, but and uh, you know both won their opening matches and then played to two-two draws uh, last week. But here's the key, and I'm, I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here with this metric. Chelsea has won the expected goal battle in both matches. Leeds has lost the expected goal battle in both of its matches. And since Leeds earned promotion back into the Premier League before uh, two seasons ago, 2020-2021, uh, they've obviously faced Chelsea four times in Premier League action. They've yet to win. Lost three, drew once, outscored nine to three. And they have not scored a goal in either match here on home turf. Now, the elephant in the room, obviously, uh, Thomas Tuchel, the aftermath of the Tottenham match last week. But I say don't overthink this. Chelsea's the better side, should win. They should have beaten the Spurs last week. Uh, I look for them to get the full three on Sunday. All right, Brian Power. Remember, guys, you can get uh, use code POWER30 to get uh, $60 off his 30-day uh, soccer all-access and get all plays for 30 days for only $139. Pablos, I'm going to go to you. You've got a Sunday fixture as well. Tell us what you got. I got the West Ham versus Brighton match. Uh, we touched a, a little bit about uh, you know on those teams. Um, West Ham they they had an early disallowed goal. They conceded a goal at the stoppage time of the first half. Then their opponents had a disallowed goal. Uh, then West Ham missed a penalty kick. Did West Ham deserve uh, at least a draw here? Yes. Did they get it? No. But you know that's soccer. Now they'll have to play host to Brighton, which is a very very dangerous match for West Ham, as they're going to be in between their uh, Conference League matches against Dennis side Viborg and weekend matches involving uh, teams who play midweek midweek matches uh, before and after are always dangerous. So that's one reason to fade um, West Ham here and Brighton. You know they were stuck at a goalless draw against Newcastle uh, just a week after humiliating Manchester United. Uh, against Newcastle, they created 13 chances, seven shots on target. Um, um, you know, they they play nice defense, but their offense just fizzled a, a little bit. And uh, here's the thing: they have, a, when they were promoted in the EPL, I think it was it was five seasons ago. They signed a player called Pascal Gross. He's like a, a poor man's Kevin De Bruyne. He's been instrumental for this Brighton side. Scored two goals in the in the opener. He's been leading the team in key passes per 90 minutes in all five seasons, with a little over 2.5 key passes per match. And uh, he's also led the team in expected assists. So they're giving him much more room to operate this season. And uh, I think this often is going to uh, hurt West Ham's defense. And uh, more importantly, Brighton, they're unbeaten in 10 matches uh, in the EPL since they, they arrived at the EPL. They haven't lost West Ham. They have um, four wins and six draws. And um, actually, six of the last seven matches between the two sides were draws. So 
Um, another draw wouldn't be a surprising result here. Draw is at plus 250, but I'm going to take the both teams to score at minus 133. Uh, we've seen, um, you know, each of the last seven matches between the two sides, actually six of the last seven matches, uh, had both teams to score. Uh, I see both teams getting on the score sheet here. In the fear of a 1-1 draw, uh, I wouldn't take West Ham here, just fade them because they're in between the European matches. But uh, my play for this one is both teams to score minus 133. All right, Paul Sagretos of Sports Memo. Kev, I'm going to be watching this game in the Sportsbook at the Westgate uh, on Sunday and enjoying a Newcastle Brown Ale, one of my favorite beers. Uh, tell us what you got this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go back to that Manchester City-Newcastle game, Carmine. And, you know, similar to what we talked about in the breakdown, I expect this to be a really competitive game. I mentioned Newcastle's defensive numbers earlier, but, you know, both of these teams have been absolutely lights out in defence. You know, as we said, both have allowed zero goals so far in the year. Both rank uh, top five in total opponent shots allowed. Both rank top eight in opponent's six-yard box chances. Both rank top four on defensive XGA as well. So, you know, the list goes on with how effective both of these sides have started the season, how good they've been defensively. And, you know, I'm a big Nick Pope fan, as I said at the start. So I do believe we see more of the same here on Sunday. Um, I think Newcastle will provide... Uh, a stern defensive test for City moving forward. So under three goals for me between Manchester City and Newcastle this weekend, best bet. All right, Kevin Dolan, wagertalk.com. Guys, I'm going to go back to, as my show best bet, the Liverpool-Manchester United game. Like I said, uh, this is one where uh, Liverpool needs to get back into the win column after a couple of draws. They have looked good, but just not good enough and until I see something from Man United, I just, they are not going to get a single dollar from me backing them. So uh, while I expect the money line to go up in this game, it's going to price me out of that uh, uh, big minus 200 number that you know I normally will not take. So uh, I'll lay the goal line here. I'll take Liverpool minus one as your show best bet and look for a multi-goal win by the Reds at Old Trafford. Guys, thanks for tuning in to Stoppage Time. We'll be back next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Nick Borman returns from his trip. So for, for myself, Kevin Dolan, Pablo Sagaretos, and Brian Power, thanks for tuning in, and good luck with your wagers. Tuesdays is known as $2 Tuesdays at wagertalk.com and sportsmemo.com, where you can get the hottest handicappers, best bet, or daily package for only $2.